Hello and welcome to the Dublin Arsenal Podcast. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. On the show this week, we'll be reviewing our 5-0 home in over Sheffield United and also be giving our goal and player of the month for October. We'll also be looking ahead to our two upcoming games, the Carabao Cup fixture against West Ham United tomorrow night and our Premier League fixture at the weekend against Newcastle. So sit back and enjoy the show. On the show this week, I'm joined by my regular guest, uh, Mr. Meltdown Smith himself. Craig, how are you, Pat? <laughs> how are you, Johnny? You well? Cheers, thanks for, thanks for coming on, Pat. Um, no problem at all. Uh, Craig was trick-or-treating trick or there tonight, so um, that's, why we, <laughs> that's why we're kicking off late. <laughs> that's it, I have my sweets here and live along around this podcast. Dressed as Barney there in the purple as well. <laughs> that's it. I'm also joined by Craig's best mate and fellow gooner, um, Dean Bourne. How are you, Dean? All good, all good. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. His long away to debut, hopefully he's more waiting for... <laughs> he's, he's been counting down the days he has be been. Be worth the wait, be worth the wait. <laughs> it's like an acting calendar at Christmas, he's been Xing down boxes off. Eamon <laughs> <laughs> Donnelly, are you listening? Dear are you listening? <laughs> he promised us as the show goes on he will get a sofa straightening dirty out, so uh, listen ahead, something to look forward to. Uh, thanks for coming on, Dean. Appreciate it, Pat. Perfect. Yeah, on the show this week, um, we'll kick into the show as always uh, with our review of the weekend's game, uh, our latest fixture, which was our 5 minute home win over at Sheffield United on Saturday. Uh, Eddie and Ketty with a super hat-trick, um, fair play to him. Uh, Fabio Vieira with a penalty and Tommy Asu added to fifth. Um, it leaves us second in the table now, play 10, score 23, conceded 8. And 24 points, two off uh, Tottenham at the top. And we've had five clean sheets now, which is the best in the Premier League. Um, I Sadly, uh, I just watched the highlights of this, lads, because I was collecting a number for the Dublin Marathon there just at the weekend. So I, was, I just saw the highlights. But from what I did see, with Sheffield and I being the whipping boys of the league, they're bottom of the table with a point. Um, I don't know if you agree with me, but... The Sheffield United team look like a championship team, you know, in the Premier yeah. League. You know, they're they're lacking, they're they're injury prone as well, but they just don't seem to have the team to, you know, it's like the season they went down. You know, they're just lacking that quality of Premier League proven players, and uh, they probably will go down. They're they're getting heavy defeats as well, but from our side, I thought we done really well. You know, I thought Eddie and Ketty took this chance really well. You know, a hat trick. Um, I thought the second goal was a cracking one. Um, yeah. You know, he, he, he's been given the chance and you have to admire him for his efforts. Um, <coughs> 5-0, we were saying that last week when we were previewing it, you know, we would have been expecting three or four if we put past them, but um, we got five, another three points. I'll come to my newcomer here, Dean. How did you find our performance at home against Sheffield's? I mean, yeah, the first half, I mean, um, watching Sheffield United, I mean, was, I think this is the, I mean, I don't know if you agree with me here, but I think this is definitely the worst in the last few years anyway of the uh, the promoted teams anyway. I mean, Sheffield United obviously aren't aren't good enough for the league. So, um, I mean, we, we rightly smashed them. And going into the first half, it was only 1-0, so I was a bit worried they could have nicked them. Obviously, with how they played against Spurs, I mean, Spurs only nicked the win off them. So um, I thought we were, were looking at something like that. But then, obviously, King Eddie again. I, I'll always back him. I'll always I'll, I'll always back Eddie. I mean, Craig will tell you. Um, I mean, yeah. I, I can't admit, obviously... You know, Eddie is isn't good enough for obviously top level games if you want to be if you want to be winning leagues. But I just don't see the the stick that he gets a lot of the time. So I mean, he shut everyone up there with a with a hat trick. So, and um, the second half was brilliant. Um, I think um, Zinchenko controlled the game um, in in midfield. I think once obviously Odegaard wasn't there, um, I think Zinchenko saw a lot more of the ball. He controlled the um, controlled the game a bit more, um, and um, Obviously, Smith Rowe coming in as well. I didn't think, yeah. um, 
I, I think he was a bit anonymous throughout the game, Smith Rowe, to be honest with you. Um, obviously, I was excited to see Smith Rowe come in because I think obviously he deserves to deserves to play, but he didn't really do much. Um, Declan Rice obviously was was um, control of the game in midfield as well. So five 0 I mean, this is that, that's what we expected. So yeah, it was I thought it was a good game. Yeah, Tommy asked you since he's come in as well, Dean. Like he's he's getting back from injury as well. But I thought he had a good game as well, hadn't he? In February of the year when they're yeah. Getting their, They've got their chance. Arteta's has given them their chance in the team, and I find they're taking, they're winning to take it now and give him a headache for starting lineups, isn't he? One hundred percent, especially Tommy Asu playing as a. Don't think anyone would have seen him in an inverted role playing in midfield. Yeah. He's actually done really well since yeah, exactly. he just came in and done it. And obviously defensively as well, he's he's miles better than Zinchenko. So I think if he if he improves in that inverted role and obviously stays how good he is defensively, I think he'd be playing ahead of Zinchenko in future. And I'd play him against Newcastle as well, to be honest. Which I think obviously Newcastle's wingers are are, are lightning. You know what I mean? So obviously Zinchenko will struggle. So I'd I'd stick Tommy Asu in there on on um. Uh, against Newcastle as well, so yeah, I think Tommy Asso was good, and then Fabio Vieira um, scored a penalty as well, won a penalty for a play, and took, yeah. um, took the penalty, um, yeah. I don't know what the VAR for 10 minutes was, the VAR review for 10 minutes on the penalty, <laughs> clearly a penalty, um, and then yeah, it was he scored a, obviously a good penalty as well, Eddie could have scored four goals, and, and um, um, I think beating a record of only two play, two Arsenal players have four goals in the game, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ryan or seven. Yeah, so I mean, fair play to Eddie again. Fair play to Eddie King, Eddie. And um, so, yeah, if I fear Eddie good as well. Yeah, he gets. It seems, sorry, before coming on to yourself, Craig, you were saying as well, Dane, you know, at the start there, Eddie, he gets an awful lot of criticisms, doesn't he? You know, yeah. fans kind of get on his back, but, you know, he probably isn't for the big games, but in this, these type of games against the lesser opposition, with no disrespect to them, he has a field day, doesn't he? Like he can get a goal or two, or maybe even a hat trick. Can you see with the January transfer window coming up? Do you think Arteta will put his trust in Eddie, or do you think can you see uh, another striker being added to the squad before then? No, I mean uh, one of the Ar- the Arteta boys, as as Craig saying. I think <laughs> his his stubbornness will will want to obviously will just stick with Eddie in January. Obviously, we know we need a better striker who's going to stick twenty plus in. Um, for us, I mean, obviously I love Jesus as well, but I don't see him as doing that. Yeah. Um, I do think we need uh, like maybe an Ivan Tony or someone like that who's who's gonna score hopefully twenty plus in a good team like ourselves. Um, but I I I don't see it to be honest. I think obviously, um, we'll have a very quiet January and we'll all be um, I'll be annoyed on deadline day that we didn't sign anyone. So mm-hmm. we just have to stick with what we we have. I think I think he will stay with Eddie. Um, your man of the match, Dean. Did you say more? Eddie and Kelly. Oh, I mean, Eddie and Kelly. 100%. I mean, he deserves the one on the match. Fair play to for, for scoring three goals. Um, I think, obviously, Arteta could have easily just stuck Havertz up there with Jesus being injured. But obviously, he, he loves Nketiah. Obviously, every, after every interview, after every game, he's he's obviously always commenting on how good Nketiah is in training and everything. So, yeah. and I think Nketiah scored a hat-trick. I mean, what more could you want? Yeah, a man of the match, I think, for Nketiah. King Eddie. King Eddie, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, great, it's great uh, to see him starting a hat trick. Yeah, it's you know a bit, bit of Ian Wright as well for that turn for the second goal the way he buried oh, it in the corner, wasn't it? There's you a bit of you Ian can't Wright. teach that. You can't you teach, can't that. teach that. Yeah, it's instinct. That's natural. I mean, obviously it came against Austin Trusty, who was shipped out a few, <laughs> few months ago for obviously for a reason being what, what happened there. But obviously you can't teach that. That's pure class. You know what I mean? Um. So yeah, what a goal, man of the match. I thought Emil Smith Rowe was well. He was gliding around the pitch again. You know, he's starting to find. You know, look, he did have an assist for that goal for Eddie, but you can kind of see his touches are. You know, like he is a class player, Emil, and mm. you know, hopefully he gets a run of games. Hopefully we see him tomorrow night now running West Ham ragged. But um, yeah. one of games will do him the world of good. You know, um, mm. Craig, um, what did you make of the five 0 performance uh, <laughs> against uh, Sheffield United? Yeah, watched the game at home. Um, <clears throat> It was a good win in the end. Yeah. You know, can't ask for more than a 5-0 win. Um, yeah. Obviously, Sheffield United are absolutely terrible along with Luton. You know, I'd be surprised if, if both of them get near 25 points this season. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the both of them are absolutely terrible and how they get up, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Burnley are too far off them, but they seem to have a decent manager with Vincent Company, so they might turn a corner um, eventually. But, um, yeah, like like Dean mentioned, the first kind of 30 minutes, 
you know, it was very kind of slow. I know we like to control games now. We don't really attack teams, you know, going the hole as we did kind of last year, where um, we kind of sco- kind of wanted to score one or two early um, in the games last year and kind of kill teams off that way. But I think all the games this year, we've kind of had more of a control over the game, whereas we want to dictate what's happening and basically uh, concede less chances at, at the at the back the back end of their pitch, um, which. You know, it's a bit like City in a way because that's what City do. They just dominate games and, you know, the smaller teams are going to City um, at the Etihad Stadium basically know they're going to lose but they're just trying to, like, you know, keep the scoreline down. So, you know, um, hopefully we, we can get, get to that stage where, you know, the kind of bottom teams and under the top 10 are kind of coming to the Emirates and saying, you know, we're not going to win today. Let's just kind of keep it respectable. But, um, yeah, the first 30 minutes were it was kind of strange. We weren't passing it quick enough. We created very little. Um, I kind of think the players might have underestimated Sheffield United in the sense that they probably thought they were going to, you know, score two or three early on, early on and then yeah. the floodgates had opened. But for 30 minutes, you know, Sheffield United kind of held their block and just um, defended well. But we, we didn't really create anything. But um, after we got the goal, first goal, obviously, with Eddie, um, you know, Sheffield United kind of gave up then, really. Um, and, you know, the second half, Obviously, going in 1-0 was good because if you go in that, you know, 0-0 at half-time, I don't think Arteta would have been happy, you know, because they had so much control over the game and so much possession. Um, the second half then, Sheffield United just kind of rolled over and let us do what we wanted, basically. Um, you know, so, yeah, it was a great win. In terms of performance, obviously, Eddie and Katie played brilliant. As hey. I mentioned on the podcast, <laughs> numerous times, I know Eddie's the biggest fan and never will be. <laughs> I mean, I... He's a, he's, a, he's a decent player. Whether he's Arsenal's level, I don't know. Um, you do you know. Okay. If, if Eddie Nketiah <laughs> was to go to the likes of West Ham or Crystal Palace tomorrow, I don't think he'd get more than 10 goals a season. Do you know, that's just my so opinion. What, what do you think Eddie is lacking, Craig, in your opinion? And, you know, so Just con- consistency, Johnny. Like, I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you one stat just, just to kind of put where Eddie Nketiah is. Like, he's, he only scored two goals. In the last 26 games previous to the Sheffield United game, that's not good enough for Arsenal. Yeah. Do you know, like, it's just, it's simply not good enough. Like, I'm over the moon that I didn't get to score the hat trick on the weekend because I'd love him to prove me wrong and go on and be a great goal scorer for Arsenal. But it's just, it's the consistency that he misses. You know, and he's getting into the England squad, which is brilliant for him. Um, but I, I just, I just don't know whether he'll ever be the main man at Arsenal. I don't think he ever will be because no. we have Jesus. He comes in, plays the big games. Although Nketiah has started nine games this season, which is crazy, yeah. you know. Um, but look, he has five goals now this season, which isn't bad, you know. Yeah. Or sorry, four goals in the Premier League. But it's just he needs to be scoring regularly to become a kind of mainstay in the Arsenal team, which I don't know is going to happen. Maybe it will. He's still young. I think he's only 23, 24. Uh, so he's not too old. But I just, he's just so frustrating. As as um as Eamon would say, but um you know just even for example when Ketty came on against Sevilla last week for the last fifteen minutes it was probably the worst sub performance I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, do you know we spoke about it then. Do you know um he came on just didn't want to know. Now I know different game states. You know subs are going to come on and try influence a game, but I think when Arsenal are winning by a goal or two, Ketty is the wrong player to bring on because he wants chances. Whereas when you're one or two goals up and you're defending the lead, especially away from home and kind of these hostile grounds, you want the players to kind of hold the ball up, you know, lay it off, which Eddie isn't, Eddie isn't super weak, you know. Um, look, look, enough about Eddie. He had a great game the weekend, you know, as Dan mentioned. Um, another few good performers that I'd like to mention is, uh, is uh, yeah, Zinchenko played very well. I thought he was back to him kind of, back to himself, controlling controlling the ball in the middle. Um, I thought Royce had, a, had another very good game. Um, and uh, Saliba, I think Saliba was just unbelievable. I just thought he dictated the whole game. You know, I think he made 126 passes for a centre-back, which is crazy. Yeah, man. Um, you know, Saliba, I arguably say him and Royce are the two most important players in their team because if either one of them comes out, we're not near, near on good enough. Um, you know that spine in our team seems to be brilliant. <laughs> I love if we could just keep Jesus fit, um, because I just think 
with Saliba, Rice, Jesus, them kind of three, you know, it's as strong as any any kind of team in Premier League's um, spine. So, um, yeah, look, it was a great win, um, but there's going to be harder tests to come. Yeah, Ben White had a sweet strike. I was just looking back at the highlights in the, no, the Premier League review they do. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a strike from outside the box. It was well saved by Fodden, but it deserved to go in, you know. Yeah, it's it, great. It, there's a lot of unsung heroes there, you know, that don't, like, especially Ben White, you know, he's been such a mm. great player for the last two or three years. Um, uh, David Ray with a clean sheet as well, <laughs> you know. Um, Ramsey was it's great to see him having a quiet game and nothing really happened, you know, whereas yeah. the games previous, there was always something going on. So, um, yeah, fifth clean sheet this year for Arsenal, which is, the highest in the Premier League, I think. Yeah, behind him is Crystal Palace and four, which is, yeah, yes. you know, we've only conceded, as I said at the start, we've only conceded eight, you know, eight mm. and ten games, you know, and uh, 23 scored, we're starting to bang them in now as well. Um, Look, that, that's, that's what to say, Johnny, isn't it? Isn't Aunt Lee one on, on, on your offence, you know? Yeah, that's where we kind of, we, we, we all remember yeah. last season, we yeah. ate well, yeah. last season, but, but, you know. And but, but the offence last season was great until the, uh, the last Until ten games. Got injured. That's the last ten games, then I think yeah. we shifted out twenty-five thousand goals. I mean, Rob yeah. Holden came. In. Rob Holden can't get a game. <laughs> Crystal Palace. Yeah, he can't get a game with Crystal Palace, and obviously Kiwiar was rotten on the bench for some reason. Yeah, sorry. He came in and played brilliant. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, I must say that as well, Johnny. Kiwiar played very well um, yeah, for someone who hasn't played a Premier League game this season. Yeah, I think he's solid enough. Yeah, he's very solid. Tidy from Spetsy and Serdia. I think he deserves probably. It's just because Gabriel and Saliba have done so well. Yeah. You know, we can't get them sure. You know, there could be question marks on whether he wants to stay, you know, like Ramsdale. Do they want to stay in the bench? I know. I, I think he's only he's only young now. He's only 22, I think, if you are. Yeah. Um, I think he's safe for another year or two. I think he'll get chances. I think so. And I think, obviously, if if, if Gabriel did get injured, I'd be... I'd be confident in him coming in anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, I think... You, you, wouldn't, be, you wouldn't be... You uh, wouldn't be clawing your eyes out like you would yeah. with Holds. Exactly, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that, that old hairline of holdings to do this. <laughs> it's just Turkey an job. Wayne Rooney was jealous when he got the hair done in Turkey, all right. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, you're mad at a match, Craig, from um, Saturday? Um, look, it's, it's, probably in Ketia, it's probably in Ketia, which, you know, yeah. well, I'll be a bit different than Ghost of Lee because I just thought he was yeah. amazing. I just thought yeah. Sheffield United can get a sniff and it's, it's, it's mainly because of him. Yeah, I'd go with Eddie and Ketty as well. You know, just for his goals, he took every goal really well. You know, he took his chance, and um, you know, long, long may he continue. Hopefully, this is a run of form. Now we'll see Eddie. You know, he's he's got hopefully tomorrow night he'd start against West Ham as well, and you know Newcastle and Burnley to come before the international break. He'd be hoping he'd bang a few against Burnley again as well at home. So. Hopefully this is the start and gives him a, a bit of confidence because you can see it in him. He is that you know he's got a bit about him in the box, you know, especially that goal against Fulham earlier on in the season. You know yeah. his movement inside the box is just brilliant, you know. Um. Okay, we move on to tomorrow night's Carabao Cup fourth round fixture against West Ham. <laughs> uh, Seven forty on Sky. Um, in the last round, we <coughs> bet um, Brentford won in. Reese Nelson got the winner. Uh, Todd, and it was actually Ramsey's last game in goal as well, which he'd had his pretty solid game as well against him. Um, I'll come back to you, Dean. Um, hopefully, he starts a few of the fringe players, you know, like Smith Rowe and Reese Nelson, and Ramsey probably get a look in again. How do you see the game going at um, to London Stadium yourself? I mean, obviously, <clears throat> West Ham had a great start of the season. They we were all obviously praising how good they were, but they've lost the last three games. Um, so I think we should realistically go in there and obviously looking for to win there, looking to to obviously win a trophy, even though we obviously haven't won anything over um, the last years or so. A big trophy, but obviously the, any trophy is good, I think. Anyway, um, but I mean, we want to we want to see. Um, the likes of Smith Rowe playing. We want to see Nelson playing. I think Nelson, when he's come on, I don't know um, why he hasn't been used used as a mm. sub over the last few games. But when he's come on, he's looked really bright. Yeah. Um, so we want to see him playing tomorrow. Obviously, we want to see Ramsdale playing. Obviously. Just, just on that point there, Dean. Yeah. About Nelson. You know, like I, I don't know why we signed up to a contract and we're not going to use him. Yeah. I mean, and what, obviously, he sees them every day in training. You know what I mean? Um, so obviously, there must be something going on there because I don't see any reason why, obviously, Jesus was playing on the right 
um, when Zaka was injured um, instead of Nelson. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, especially Nelson over the last, even last season, he saved us a few times. Um, and when he came on against United um, a few weeks ago, he was he yeah. was brilliant. Yeah. Um, so I think Nelson has to start start proving he's been at Arsenal for how long and he's he's been on the bench and he's been gone on loan so I think he really needs to start proving himself uh, which I think he can um, and then I'd, I'd, obviously I think I don't know about Eddie starting if he's going to be starting on Saturday should you play him on Wednesday yeah. you can't risk another striker being obviously injured so I'd stick Havertz up there tomorrow to be honest with you and just yeah. see what he can do up there you know mm-hmm. stick him up there yeah. because when we've seen him up front, he's he can hold the ball up, he can play, he can link. Obviously, he has that quality. He doesn't have um, um, the quality to be playing in midfield. I don't think um, he just looks lost there. I think um, I've been quite critical over Havertz, obviously, since he's joined. Craig will tell you that. Um, <laughs> he looks like a bit of a passenger a lot of the time he plays in midfield. And then when he goes up front or even a little bit more advanced, he, he plays a lot better because obviously the creativity is there. Um and um, I want to see KBR and obviously playing again. Um, we'll probably see the likes of Cedric and all tomorrow, unfortunately. Um, don't know how he's still here, but he's robbing a living. Robbing a living. I don't know how he's still at Arsenal. But. Johnny, I think I ran a year right back in Cedric. <laughs> that, that's saying something, Craig. You're really scraping the bottom of the <laughs> And then, then he might, I say, and then he might even get a game tomorrow. You know what I mean? Yeah, it'd be nice to see um, Anani back. Yeah, and nice yeah. to see Anani. He's the only, the only winger... Um, Player still Sign in the books, left. I think. So yeah, uh, he's still ah, brilliant. I think yeah. obviously, and then he's great for the dressing room as well. I think obviously that's why he's being kept around. And then Rice against his old team, yeah, I think yeah. He's in as well. So um, that'd be a good one for him. I think he'll be wanting to play that. Uh, but obviously, with with Newcastle on Saturday, it's a huge game. Obviously, still early in the season, but we don't want to be risking too many of our our, our best players. So I'll hopefully win tomorrow. Anyway, I think we we can we should win anyway on current form. Yeah, it's 31 years since we last won the League Cup, which is mad. Uh, you two weren't even born when we last won yeah. the Cup. Um, yeah, I'd like to, I'd, I'd love a good cup run, regardless in the FA Cup or the League Cup. You know, it keeps keeps it interesting. You know, and you know, um, I think the last one was was 2018 when Man City gave us that thumping mm. at Wembley. You know, that was the last time we were in it. Um, there, I think there's a good enough eleven there, aside from. The Premier League eleven that he keeps picking. There's enough there to be West Ham, isn't there? I think tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, I think so. Um, I think over the last few years, obviously the depth hasn't been there. Yeah. Um, but I think this season, obviously you can see with the players coming off the bench, yeah. and obviously how we're rotating a bit more now. Um, I think the depth is there, so I think we have should have a good enough team to to be West Ham tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Here, here. Yes, and. The draw then follows after, yeah. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Um, yeah. Craig, another big game. Um, the Carabao Cup fourth round. You can't get bigger than this. This, this is Champions, it, yeah. The Champions League final. So frustrating, <laughs> dirty. Uh, I just had to get that in there. Uh, Declan Rice against his former club. Dane, Dane made a good point there, actually. Did you, can you see Declan Rice starting the game, or do you think he'd be on the bench and come on, maybe? Um, Georgina. I think he'll... Uh, I think he'll uh, yeah. be on the bench. I think he might... They might bring him on for 10, 15 minutes just to get a good reception, you know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Why wouldn't risk him going into that Newcastle game on Saturday, you know? Like, look, like, obviously we want to win tomorrow because if, if, if you win tomorrow, you're into, I think, the quarterfinals then. Yeah. You know, quarters, yeah. There's, yeah. Only, there's only eight teams left and it's not like, realistically, I was looking at it, you know, the only team you might fear that's left is Liverpool. Do you know? Um, True enough, actually, Craig, yeah. And I, and I wouldn't even fear Liverpool, in the, you know, uh, if you had to play them. But, um, yeah, yeah, you know, the only, thing, the only difficulty about this competition is that when you go into January, it's a, it's a two-legged semi-final, you know, and it kind of eats into games when, you know, the Champions League knockout stages are coming in to play in February, which is a bit difficult. But, um, look, I think we'll put out a strong team tomorrow. I think, you know, if you, you know, predict, predict the lineup, it'll probably go Ramsdale, I'd like to see Walters play right back. You know, there's, yeah. a, lot, there's a lot of hype yeah. about him over the last year or two, but he yeah. hasn't gotten a chance. So I'd like to see him play. Um, I'd go with uh, probably Tommy Asu, Kivior, or play Zinchenko again because he hasn't played enough lot lately. Um, I'd probably go Jorginho, Vieira, Smith Rowe, um, Nelson, Trossard, and. 
he could play Havertz up front as well now. Um, like, if Jesus isn't fit on Saturday, I wouldn't be risking Eddie because, you know, Eddie gets injured. You know, you're back to kind of square one. Now, he could play Trossard up front as well. Um, he could go Nelson and then he could go uh, Coach Dubio like he played the last round, you know. Um, yeah, he's meant to be a big name as well, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, he, he did okay against Brentford. You know, he didn't do anything wrong. He played those 70 minutes and he didn't, he didn't look, look out of place. Um, I think I think West Ham will probably rotate, but I think they might go strong as well because I think they said they lost the last three games. So yeah. they want they want, they, they want to kind of stop that rut, you know. Um, but I, I think we win the game, but I wouldn't be shocked if it ended in a draw and went to penalties. Yeah, I'm thinking that we, there's no mm. extra time though, is there? In, no, in no extra time, straight to penalties. So, so yeah. it, it wouldn't shock me because I think that goes strong. We might go a little bit, you know, yeah. weakened at the, at the start, and then we might bring on a few of the big guns towards the last 20 minutes, you know, the likes of Roy, Saka, Martinelli, if needs be. Um, yeah. we, we might nick it then or then you know it could end up in a draw and it could go to penalties but uh, you know like West Ham aren't great this season I know they had a good start but they've been poor the last few games you know we should be winning this game um, even with the even with a weak inside you know because likes Trossard Jorginho Kivior you know they're not they're not players by any means so I think they're well capable of beating this, beating this West Ham side yeah, it'd be nice to be progressing the the cup, yeah, um, and get a good sort of run, yeah. Um, that game seven thirty tomorrow night. That's um on Sky. It's on Telly. It's on Sky. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it wasn't down for it, but um, United are playing at eight and we're playing at half seven. So uh, yeah, it should be a good game. Um, the London save is always a tough one, isn't it? But um, yeah. I think there's enough quality there for us to edge it, you know, in quarterfinals, and then you can start dreaming then in February. At the end of February for the final. Yeah. <laughs> um, we move on to Saturday's game now at half five at St James's Park, um, against Eddie Howe's Newcastle United. Um, they're going fairly well themselves after a bit of a sluggish start in August. They kicked on in 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 um sorry September from the Tom Sheffield United eight 0 away, and then of course the hammered um, PSG at home. Uh, was it four two in the Champions yeah. League? Yeah. Uh, but since that uh, draw I found against Dortmund, the two-all draw, Wolves done really well uh, against them at home. They, they actually they've done well. Actually, Wolves themselves again at home yeah. against the bigger clubs. The best city, of course, a couple of weeks before that. Um, we won here too in the last season. That's in May. We now remember Martin Odegaard's cracker from yeah. outside the box. Um, and Amy made a good point there a couple of weeks ago. We seem to play better away. Because the pressure isn't really on us at home with the expectancy, you know, what the threat has done in the last season or two. I have to probably agree with them. We do play better at home. You know, we, we seem to, the tactics seem to be a lot better. And the substitutions as well away can change a game. Um, aside from the 2-2 draw against uh, Chelsea there a couple of weeks back. But to come back from 2-0 down, he's got to, you know, he's changing games at the right stages of the game, I find. Um, it's tough one to call this one at St James's Park, lads. Um, I'll come to you, Dean, again. Um, Eddie, how he, he sets his team up very well at home, I find. Um, how do you find again going yourself on Saturday? Um, I think they have a lot of injuries. Um, obviously, yeah. Lascelles is playing again. I mean, obviously, Lascelles <laughs> yeah, isn't good enough for, 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 for how for, for how obviously Newcastle want to be in the future. Lascelles obviously isn't good enough to be playing for them, so yeah, um, we, we should be obviously. Um, going at that defence obviously they don't have Batman or anything like that either Tonali's banned now he's been obviously yeah, great for them this losses. season so yeah. far um, they don't have Harvey Barnes, um, yeah, Harvey Barnes yeah. Isaac obviously is, is injured as well he would have he would have been very, very good so this is yeah. the best time to play them I think so I think we have to take advantage of that um, obviously la- over the last few seasons us going to St James's Park we we went there when the stakes were huge so um, I think now it's just earlier on in the season there won't be as much pressure I think obviously um, we'll play well I think we'll I think we'll win that game um, we should be winning that game they did have a ropey start but obviously Newcastle obviously are, are brilliant I think obviously especially at home their, their stadium's brilliant um, I think if we can wind Trippier up a bit um, get him sent off and um, <laughs> I think we'll we should be winning on Saturday anyways with, with the injuries they have we have to be taking advantage of it so yeah, I think I think we should be winning that. Yeah, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, near, the nearest full squad ourselves, which is which is a change going to St James's. Yeah, so you said when we played them, it's always been with something to play, with something mm-hmm. on the line, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, early in the season as well. Yeah, and there's been a few cracking games against Newcastle at St James's over the seasons. Um, I'll um, ignore the four-all draw when your man Tiotti scored that screamer. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> yeah, well. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, Andy Carroll. Oh, Andy Carroll, yeah. <laughs> Joey Bird, the scumbag. Himself. <laughs> I'm a bit yeah, worried about Eddie on Saturday now. Craig Smith uh, always tries to be Joey Burton when he's on the field. <laughs> <laughs> so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, uh, Craig, Eddie Howe, he's got, like, they've had it, they always seem to have a slugger start at the start of the season, Newcastle, as Dean said, there's a good few injuries to key players. Um, Kobe, actually, he's made a good point, Dean. It could be a great time to play Newcastle with all them injuries up in every part of the pitch. I think Jacob Morphy mm-hmm. done his shoulder in as well. He's gone as well, yeah. How do you find it, Craig? Do you think this is the opportunity to seize on at St James's? Yeah, I, I definitely think we should be looking to win this game, especially with the injuries here. Um, you know, I think Isaac is missing still. Harvey Barnes, yeah. Tonali, Botman. You know, that's nearly four stars for Newcastle. Yeah. Um, so I think anything other than a win will be very disappointing. Um, St James's Park is always a difficult place to go to, but with them injuries, you have to be seizing upon the opportunity. You know, Liverpool play Luton the weekend, Man City play Bournemouth. You know, they're probably two easy wins for them. So, you know, if we drop points this weekend, you know, it could be damaging in terms of a title race or whatever you want to mention. Um, and then I won't even mention the other crowd, they play Chelsea at home. <laughs> so I'm hoping Chelsea burst their bubble because they're starting to really piss me off now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, I, I, I still think they're a Madison or a Son injury away from the crisis because they always are. And it's what they always do as a club. You know, they'll fall away eventually. Um, I don't think they're title challengers by any means. I think the fixture list has been, has been very, very easy for them this year. Um, you know, they only kind of really play it. Us at home when, you know, Declan Rice had to come off a half time and they kind of changed the whole game. Jorginho yeah. getting them a gift. And then the Liverpool game, they played at home, you know, <laughs> The referee was an absolute shambles that game when Liverpool scored a, a clear goal, yeah. and then uh, you know they got lucky with the with the uh, deflection for off Matip. So you know I think that's a, it's a bit of a false start, yeah. you know. Um, so I, I think it's really important we get a win this weekend, especially with Liverpool and Manchester have an easy game, and hopefully Chelsea beats Spurs and shut them up kind of thing. But um, no, I think uh, Odegaard probably come back into the game on Saturday. He's been very poor last, you know two or three weeks. I don't know what it, what it is. I know Arcata said he's carrying a bit of an injury is, is hitting his hip, which could be, you know, um, playing into how, how he's playing. But uh, yeah. I don't know as well, maybe the change in personnel with Rice, you know, playing the six now is, part, is, he, is Odegaard missing party a little bit? Because party and Odegaard had a very good relationship last year. So um, I'm hoping he comes back on Sunday and after a bit of rest, he didn't play last, you know, against Sheffield United. He probably won't play tomorrow, I doubt. So, you know, it's a good week's rest for him. So I'm hoping he comes back into the sides. Um, I'm hopeful that we might see Jesus back on Saturday. Probably wishful thinking, but mm. I know Jesus normally recovers quick from injuries. So I'm hoping we might see him at least on the bench. He might come on for the last 20 minutes or so, but who knows? But uh, no, I, I definitely think with, you know, God, God forbid, there's no really in, real injuries tomorrow. We should be going to Saturday and, and, and beat Newcastle with the, with the injuries they have. I don't think there's any excuse, really. Yeah, the, the, where, where the away fans sit up in the gods in St. James is just so, yeah. so annoying. But it's, it's some atmosphere, though, at St. James, isn't it? Even yeah. Yeah, oh, you there before. Yeah, yeah we for there, I was there for the Aubameyang. I don't know where the use were there. I remember Aubameyang got the 1-0. Yeah, yeah, he was there himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was there, yeah. yes. Yeah. I think I think that I think that was the last time he won aside from the time in May. I think I think yeah. Dean Dean was arrested that day for shooting on the pitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just you and Emery and all that. I was wondering why Nicholas Pepe played so badly. <laughs> still scared from that. <laughs> Jesus, that was Pepe's debut. It was just fucking. I was expecting to see. Him. He was the worst player. Um, and if anyone's looking for it, Dean, he's on only. Dean is also on OnlyFans and Dean <laughs> underscore born. Dean underscore born at hotmail.com. <laughs> OnlyFans. <laughs> 
<laughs> a month. <laughs> the streaker himself. It's almost What could have been, lads, yeah? Uh, no, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to that. It should be a cracker. Half five as well. The evening games are always decent ones. And um, yeah, got Sevilla, Burnley, then the international break again, which just messes things up, you know. They're on a run of form. We've Brentford. You know what? The only good thing is the last one before March. Yeah, because Christmas was just looking yeah. at. We've nine games between Brentford and. Uh, sorry, Brentford and Fulham between that end of November and of December like that that's the kind of that's the kind of period where you're kind of your season you know you know where you're going to be coming into the new year but I, I agree with Craig I don't think Spurs would be up there I think it between ourselves City and Liverpool if I'm being honest yeah. you know we, we seem to be the strongest three I don't think Spurs don't have anything on the bench if there's injuries to the major players of the 11 yeah. and you know um yeah, I can't see them hanging out. You know, the Palace, they were hanging on. You got two lucky goals against Palace on Friday, but they're mm. the lucky mm. games that can win you titles. But I I don't know, I'll probably hang myself come May if they ever won it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> God, I say to Eamon really go on to that berm already if Spurs ever won it, fucking full blown alcoholic. Mm. Uh, are you listening? <laughs> right. Um, that sums that up. Um, we go to goal of the month for October, lads. I'll begin yeah. with Eugene. Who's what, what was your goal of the month for October? You could go in Kethia versus Sheffield United, um, obviously purely for how good it was. Obviously, it was yeah. a great finish. Um, but I'm mm. I, I'm gonna go Declan Rice's goal against Chelsea. Um, yeah, it's it didn't it wasn't as easy as it looked. Obviously, you had to bend it around a player. And how important it was, obviously, to, to give us a kick up the arse as well. Um, I yeah. think it was huge. So yeah. I think Declan Rice's goal versus Chelsea was just my goal of the month, 100%. Yeah, he took it pretty well. He was alert, yeah. wasn't he, from Sanchez's poor pass. It was, yeah, fairness to him, yeah. I thought yeah. he had a crack in month as well, Declan Rice, hadn't he? Yeah. Uh, yeah. His quality is really shown, and he's loving um, the training under Arteta as well. He's raving about him, yeah. Um, mm, mm. Your goal of the month for um, October? Um. I will go Jesus against Sevilla. Yeah. Yeah. Class goal. Great goal. Yeah, I'm going to actually go completely away from the men's team for this goal. Yeah. Match. Chloe Lacasse versus Man United, the equalising goal. Yeah, great oh, goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking screamer right in the corner. Yeah. yeah. Top yeah, corner. Yeah, I thought she deserved um, you know, uh there was a crowd few probably if I was going for the men's side, it'd probably be Eddie and Ketty. The second goal that Dean said, the way he just turned to the fan, what is cracking this effort to keep her, no chance, yeah. Clear the month, Dean, for October. <laughs> uh, well, I, think, I, I think Declan Rice is, is my player of the month again for, um, I mean, 100 million well spent, I think. Um, I think the our obviously centre midfield is so important to, over the last few years. Obviously, um, party getting injured, obviously in an important uh, stage of the season, has really hurt us. So I think obviously that just shows how important that that role is for us. So Declan Rice is Rolls Rice of a player. I think he's he just his recovery speed when if there's obviously a player running towards our goal, his recoveries are are mental. Um. Um, he controls the game. He, he very rarely loses the ball, misplaces the passes. His passes are always very direct and obviously yeah. with meaning, not just sideways, sideways backwards. Um, so, yeah, I think he's brilliant and he's going to be so important. Hopefully he stays fit. And, um, yeah, he's definitely my October player of the month, 100%. Yeah, good call, Daniel, yeah. Um, Craig, you're a player of the month for October? Um, I think it is... I'd probably go Martinelli. Hmm. I think he's our most consistent, you know. Um, even when we played four against Chelsea, he was, he was very good. Um, probably our best player that day, Barry Rice. And then um, I think he had a very good game um, against Sevilla in Champions League away, which was a crucial win, you know. Um, I know he was maybe a little bit quiet on the weekend just gone, but um, I think he had a good month overall, Martinelli. Yeah, coming back from injuries, though. Mm. Yeah, he is. Yeah, and it's going against Man City. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yes. Um, the month for myself, completely away from the men's side again. Katie McCabe for the uh, equalising goal against Villa. 
couple of weeks ago and her two goals against Bristol City and she was up for the Ballon d'Or as well so she's had an incredible year you could say with the Irish women's team as well so mm. uh, I'd probably go with Dean for player of the month in the men's side Declan Rice um, so, so you're saying I'm player of the month there haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> You look like a young Ray Parla, Dean is. <laughs> <laughs> young Nicholas yeah, Pepe. Yeah, Nick- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nicholas Pepe, yeah, on OnlyFans.com. <laughs> um, yeah, anything else, lads, you'd like mentioned, um, Arsenal related or anything, ticket boys or anything? Please, or anything? No. Um, I, think, I think we covered a lot, of, a lot of angles and everything there, didn't we? Yeah, I just think one thing I'd want to mention is Odegaard his, his performances since he signed his contract. Um, he really needs to step it up as a as a captain. Um, yeah, because it seems to be a lot of things with us when some when a player signs a contract, he he goes off the rails, uh, up the walls for for the few weeks after or months after. So Odegaard needs to step up. So hopefully he starts stepping up soon. That's my main thing that I wanted to cover. Yeah, Martin Odie, yeah, he's been brilliant over the last two or three seasons. Yeah, it's great to see him tied down to a new contract as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You've got a fairly solid 11 tied down as well to new mm-hmm. contracts. Yeah, so that yeah, bodes well. That's um, great having your company, lads. Um, I'd like to say a big thanks to Dean for his debut. Well done, Dean. <laughs> many more, hopefully, many more. Yeah, yeah it's, it's great having you tonight. It was long awaited, but... Uh, you, you've, you, you, it was, a shout out to um, an avid listener, Johnny uh, Adam Roach. And who is he? He, he, he listens every week. <laughs> he, he listens every week. He's a friend of mine in dance. Yeah. Okay, Adam, if you're listening, so frustrating. <laughs> yeah, th- thanks for listening. Um, I know it's probably a lot of try week on week, but it's great to have people listen to us nonetheless. Yeah, yeah, we might get him on sometime. Would he be interested, Adam? Yeah, I'd say it to him, yeah. It's a pretty hefty <laughs> fee that he has to pay coming on, but if he goes That's on that hands with Dean, we might get something now. Yeah. <laughs> You've paid me to be on this now, so <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Pepe, are you listening? Give us a chunk of that. <laughs> yeah, I'd like to thank Dean and Craig. Thanks for coming on. That's good show this week. Um as always you can catch our show on the YouTube channel, uh Spotify, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok and Facebook. Check out our sponsor, Ballon Sports Direct. Thanks to them. JustArsenal.com. If you give them a like and listen as well. And their sister um, crowd and uh, the official supporters club in Dublin, the River Bar, is where you can catch all the matches. Um, so until next Monday, lads. Um, thanks for listening and we'll see you then. See you, lads. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks.